Okay, this week's Parsha is Parsha Svayakel. Parsha Svayakel, the primary part of the Parsha, mostly talks about the actual building of the components of the Mishkan. But it starts off that Moshe Rabbeinu gathered all the people together. And with a, a, the Torah tells us not to work on Shabbos. But it finishes off the discussion of Shabbos by saying, One should not burn a fire in where, all the places where you live on Shabbos. So there are two questions over here which Chazal, in fact, ask. Is first of all, why is Shabbos mentioned before the building of the Mishkan? Why is it placed over here? Shabbos is mentioned in many different places. Why is it mentioned over here? And additionally, why specifically over here does the Torah specify and point out uh, that you're not allowed to make a fire? There are 39 categories of malachas that are also on Shabbos, Lamitas malachas. Why, why is fire uh, um, uh, taken out and mentioned specifically? So Chazal, actually, Rashi and Rashi brings answer these two questions. They say, first of all, the reason why Shabbos is mentioned over here right before the building of the components of the Mishkan is to tell us that the building of the Beis HaMikdash, the building of the Mishkan, cannot be done on Shabbos. It's not the Shabbos. Even though it's a mitzvah to do it, you're still not allowed to do it on Shabbos. Additionally, there's a fundamental machlekis about why fire is spoken out. Either it's to to say that fire, making a fire is havara, is a different sort of malacha than the others, or it's specified to learn that each of the malachas um, are considered individual transgressions and you could, you could end up uh, being high for all 39 of them at one time. But regardless, the question remains, um, why was fire, why was this point about fire made over here, specifically by the Mishkan, when we're discussing how you're not allowed to build a Mishkan on Shabbos. So, let's discuss for a drop the fire, what fire is, and, and how does fire relate to the base of Mikdash. So we do find in the Tefillah of Nachem, which we say on Tisha B'av, we we say, the words read, that Ki'ata um, Hashem you, Hashem, you set fire to the Beis HaMikdash and destroyed it. And with fire, you are destined to rebuild it. So we calm her, like the Pasuk says, and I will be like a Chaymas Eish, Salva Hashem says. And for covet, I'll be within it. So we see, first of all, two things. We see that fire is discussed here as something which destroys and consumes, but fire is also discussed as something which built. And we'll get back to the proof from the Pasuk in a moment. What, what is fire? Fire, as we, we know, fire is, is uh, fire in of itself is a destructive force. It consumes things. But fire at the same time also in a sense is constructive because it consumes things and allows it itself to exist. And we use fire in a constructive manner by, not by the fire itself per se, but because we take the results of the fire. We'll take the heat of the fire, or the, what other, ke- what other chemical type of uh, accomplishment the fire can cause, and other things. But it's not the fire. The, the fire being big, and it can being constructive for itself, is not, is, not, is, is not how we use fire, generally. Even the heat which comes from a fire, that's the heat which emanates from the fire, but the fire itself is not, is not the point. So, but what, what, in a deeper sense, what does fire do? Fire, how does fire fuel? What is fuel? Fire takes the potential energy that exists in matter, consumes it, 
and brings it out to the force. So essentially, fire is able to extract from physical matter the potential energy that lies within, and it turns that into fuel to, for itself to, to grow. In fact, in a, um, <coughs> the Rishonim speak that the world has, is based on four elements, and the highest of those elements is, 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 is ash, is fire. And in fact, we find that often malachim, angels, are referred to as in, in expressions of fire because fire exists by consuming physical matter and releasing the potential energy that's, with, that's within, which is almost like a sort of a ruchniyistic sense. So, um, so, so again, so what does fire do? So fire is fire, the, the effect of fire, or the accomplishment of fire, is to release the potential that exists within something. That's what fire does. As a matter of fact, when we talk about fire as, as a destructive force, in terms of if damages and damaging, if a person sets a fire and it damages someone else, that person is obligated to pay. And the Gemara tells us in Baba Kama that the reason why the person has to pay is because when a person lights a fire, it's as like he shot an arrow. What is that? What, what, what's the point of that? Meaning, because when a person lights a fire, when he lights the fire, it doesn't do any damage, but then it, is, it escapes and goes further and, and far away, it causes damage. And that's just like an arrow. When you shoot an arrow, it doesn't, where your force, where you apply your forces when you're shooting it from your bow, it doesn't do damage till much later. But, it's, but everything gets connected back to your original action. But in the same sense, not only is everything getting back, connected back to your original action, everything lies in your original action. The entire cycle of events that's going to be played out when you shoot your arrow, you're responsible for it, and it lies in you. When you're shooting that arrow, it's as if you did it right then. And the same thing is true of fire. Now, when you light a fire in such a way that it can go out and damage, everything that happens in the future, is that you, it lies in your original action. It's as if you did it then. But that, that, that is precisely what we're discussing here about fire. That fire is something that exists by extracting the potential that there is within something. And that's the same way we're saying, that's what we say about fire, that it's like an arrow, because it's all of everything. The potential for what can come out of something, fire is here right now, because that's what fire does. Fire extracts the potential for something. So now, so if that's the case, so what is, first of all, what does it mean that Kaddish um, Baruch Hu is going to rebuild the base of Mikdash with fire? And more than that, the Pasuk says, Describes in the Tefillah of Nachem, we bring a, a proof from the Pasuk in Zechariah, and Hashem says, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to protect you from those enemies that are coming at you by being a wall of fire. Being a wall of fire doesn't build anything. Being a wall of fire just protects something. So the answer is, when you look at a wall of fire, what's going to happen? If anyone who's going to come through that fire, they'll be consumed, they'll be destroyed. And Hashem is saying, uh, the third bias, when the bias is going to be, based on Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, that's going to, in the end of times, that's going to be a time when everyone's going to reach the fulfillment. Everyone's going to become as great as they can really be. So the same thing is true. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a wall of fire that in order for someone to walk, to walk through, the potential energy which lies within will have to come out and be extracted. So I'm going to create an environment in which everyone's greatest potential will come out. I'm not saying it doesn't mean, in fact, I don't know what it means that the fire will be build a base mixture from fire. It could be there'll be some phys- physical manifestation of that as well. But the point, though, is that it's a situation in which everyone's greatest potential will be extracted and, 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 and reach its fulfillment. And that's what the base of Mikdash, certainly the base of Mikdash Ashlishi, represents. But, um, and I, but I think it's also true 
in 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 all of the batimigdash, everything that was built, it wasn't didn't happen just on our own. We, it all happened with the assistance of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But let's talk about Shabbos for a second as well. Shabbos, the pasuk says in in in, in, in Bereshis, that Shabbos on, uh, was the end of the creation. Hashem, Hashem completed creation, but also says Hashem rested. And, and, and the Chazal note that it's a contradiction. Did he rest or did he finish creation? And one of the answers which the Chazal say, and Rashi brings it in fact in Chumash, is that um, Hashem created the concept of rest, of Shvisa. What, is that, what, is that, what, is, what, is, what does rest mean? Rest acknowledges that up, I've done what I can until this point, and all that I've done until now is going to carry me through this period of rest. That's what Hashem is telling us about Shabbos. Prepare yourself for Shabbos. Who he's going to eat on Shabbos? Someone who prepares from Arab Shabbos. So on Shabbos we can rest because we, we accept. Obviously we rest on Shabbos because Hashem tells us not to work. But Hashem is saying, don't worry, you don't have to work because what you did until now is going to carry you through Shabbos. That's what Shabbos is. So again, so Shabbos is similar to fire in the sense that the potential which we of, of the actions which you've done until now come to fruition on Shabbos, just like we said, you don't work on Shabbos, but you still have enough because you worked before Shabbos, so do we say about fire, that fire will release the potential which is, which is in something. So we ask the question, how come, specifically over here, when um, we're discussing not building the Beis Mikdash on Shabbos, or that you're not, you're not allowed to build the Beis Mikdash on Shabbos, do we also talk about that you're not allowed, we mentioned you're not allowed to make a fire on Shabbos. The answer is because the reason why you're not allowed to build the base of Mikdash on Shabbos is because Hashem says the base you're not allowed to build the base of Mikdash on Shabbos because the um, because on Shabbos you're not allowed to build the base of Mikdash on Shabbos because just like we say that you're not allowed to work on Shabbos because the 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 Shabbos is supposed to the potential of what you prepared until now is supposed to come to fruition on Shabbos. The Beis Mikdash also is all about a person recognizing that 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 um, Hashem is behind Hashem is behind the building of the Beis Mikdash, and and He's bringing out the potential that exists within. So if we were to build the Beis Mikdash on Shabbos, we would be showing that we that the potential is not sufficient, and we have and we have to apply even more than 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 the energy that 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 lies within our actions. And therefore, if we don't build a base of Mikdash on Shabbos. But also, that's why over here we speak about fire. Because that's what fire is. Fire is telling you that everything, that in your, in, in, within you, within your actions, lies great potential to, 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 uh, to do all that Hashem wants. And therefore, we say, don't burn a fire on, Shabbos, don't burn a fire on Shabbos. Because we're talking about the base of Mikdash, which is, again, which is about, in, which is about bringing out the potential within, within your actions, Bringing out potential within the bring out bring out the potential within the world, and that's what Shabbos is as well. Bringing out the potential from all that you've done during the week coming into Shabbos. And we also happens to be that this week is Shabbos Parshas Shkolem, and in Parshas Shkolem also there's a similar point to be made because it says that Moshe Kadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu everyone should give a half a shekel, and it says that Moshe Rabbeinu Chazal Talis was confused. He didn't understand. He was having difficulty, and Hashem showed him a, a coin of fire. And he said, and he understood what had to happen. So what was Moshe Rabbeinu struggling with? Possibly, possibly Moshe Rabbeinu was struggling with Hashem is saying, everyone should give a half a shekel, everyone should give the same amount. And that's going to be, through that, it's going to be, we're going to, everyone's going to contribute their portion of the offerings that the whole Tzibah Yisrael brings. So Moshe Rabbeinu was 
why is everyone bringing this, this trouble, trouble? Why is everyone bringing the same amount? Why is everyone bringing a half a shekel? What's the point? So the answer again is he showed him a, a matbeah of Eish. Why? Because he's something to show him that the point is to bring out the potential from within each person. So everyone, everyone contributes just a half a shekel. And by contributing a half a shekel, it shows that they're not complete, but they've joined a greater whole. They've joined the greater whole of Kali Yisrael, and they're gonna, through that, they're all going to bring the Karbanas together. And that is a, a sort of a, an action of a person trying to bring his potential out. Meaning he's, right now, he's not complete, but he can become greater. So that's why Hashem showed him a matbeah shel eish, a matbeah fire, because that's what fire represents. Fire represents a person bringing out the greatest potential, or the greatest potential coming out of things that exist. And that's a great lesson for every individual. Obviously, every person is, has, has tremendous potential. So certainly when we're discussing over here on, on Shabbos Shkolem, I recognize this, even though may, they may be a machtes hashekel, but how much greater they can really be by, by bringing out that merbeah shel eish, because that's what fire, fire brings out the, the, all the potential energy that's within a person, and a person should recognize that on Shabbos it's a great opportunity to connect to all the great things that they can do.